Good morning, uh, UECP. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23. That is our passage for uh, this Sunday. And this will be the third uh, of a four-part uh, series on Psalm. And I'd like to start by asking all of us this question. What do you fear in life? What do you fear in life? You see, all of us has fears. And fear paralyzes us from doing what God wants us to do. What do most adults fear about right now? A lot of us, we are afraid of COVID, no? COVID-19. We're afraid. We fear that, you know, um, if we get exposed, we can die. And some of us were afraid that if we die, then our families will suffer. No, my children will suffer. And because of COVID, I know some of the fears are we're going to lose our job. Some people have lost their job and without any job, there's no money. And the fear of losing the house, the car, no education. So there are a lot of fears going around right now. If you ask the uh, children, what do they fear? Actually, simply lang. You know, their life is very simple. They fear if there's no Wi-Fi. No, they fear if um, the Wi-Fi is disconnected and they get angry. What do I fear? No, me personally, I also have uh, some fears. But I realized that one of my fears is actually I have a fear of failing. Yeah, I have a fear of failing as a pastor, a fear of failing as a dad. You know, I know that um, these things, uh, this thing that I fear in life, it has affected me actually. And because of having this fear of failing, sometimes I think it has stopped me from doing what God wants me to do. I'm sharing this because I want to be authentic and real and to tell you that even I have fears. So what fears have been holding you back from living out your purpose in life? Again, what fears have been holding you back from living out your purpose in life? So today, as we look at Psalm 23, may we learn to put our fears away by putting our faith in God. Again, in Psalm 23, may we learn to put our fears away by putting our faith in God. You see, faith, faith is trusting God even when life doesn't make sense. Faith is trusting God even when life doesn't make sense. COVID does not make sense. It doesn't make sense. Why would COVID cause such a big problem in the world? It doesn't make sense why a lot of people are dying. It does not make sense why a lot of people are losing their jobs. A lot of things that happen in this world does not make sense. But we must trust God. So what does fear do to us? Actually, fear stops us from trusting in God and His promises. So, 
the book of Psalms focuses on the character of God, who God is. It talks about our walk with God, and it also shows our humanity. It's a book full of emotions. You see, Psalm is a book full of emotions. And here, we can see it's okay to tell God how we feel. And it's okay to be authentic with our God. So a lot of us deal with loneliness, disappointments, and fears. So it is my hope that in today's message, we may understand who God is and understand what it means when we say, The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23 actually is a famous psalm. It is often being read in funerals, in hospitals, because it gives comfort to the family. It gives assurance that no matter what we are going through, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. So let's read Psalm 23. Okay, I know you're at home. You're viewing this online. So you could read um, with me. Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The metaphor shepherd and sheep is actually used a lot of times in the Bible, more than 500 times, okay? So sometimes uh, when um, there's a beginning of a class, okay, um, some teachers would ask their students, okay, uh, what animal best describes you? What animal? In all my years of studying, uh, <clears throat> I've never heard a student say, I am like a sheep. Right? You have never heard a student say, I'm like a sheep. The answers you would hear in class would be, I am like a tiger. I am like an eagle. I am like a bear. You know? Why? Because these animals are strong animals. While the sheep, actually, sheep are not the smartest. They're actually kind of slow, you know, slow in their thinking. They are animals who don't know how to defend themselves. When they're, when they're going to be attacked, they would freeze. You know? They would stop. They don't know what to do. That is a sheep. And Isaiah 53 verse 6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. We are all like sheep, and we need a shepherd. <clears throat> the Lord is my shepherd. That's the main point today, okay? The Lord is my shepherd. 
the Lord, L-O-R-D, is in uh, caps lock. It means it is referring to Yahweh. Okay? This is the main point of my message today. The Lord is my shepherd. Yahweh is your shepherd, my shepherd. Okay? There was, young, there was once a young boy who was about to die and he had cancer. So the parents asked the pastor to come and visit their son. So the pastor came. Okay? Pumunta. The pastor came, talked, no? he talked with the young boy, he laughed, they prayed together. And after a few days, the boy died. The pastor came to the wake and the parents uh, came to the pastor and asked him a question. Okay? Sabi nung um, parents, Pastor, may I know um, what you talked uh, to my son about when you came to visit him? You see, because when my young boy was dying, he kept on holding to his ring finger. He was holding on to his ring finger. He kept pointing to his ring finger. And we could not understand what he was saying. So the pastor said, Oh, on that night, I read to him Psalm 23, verse 1. I taught him five words. I said to him, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. So I think what your son was telling you is, don't be afraid, mom, because I'm sure where I'm going. Because the Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Is the Lord your shepherd? Do you know the Lord personally? Who is the shepherd of your life today? So in Psalm 23, what do we learn about the shepherd? What will the shepherd do for us? In Psalm 23, uh, it says he provides. Okay, the shepherd will provide. The shepherd will lead us. The shepherd comforts us. He protects us. And he loves us. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That is in verse 1. It means, I will not lack anything. It means, God will provide for all your needs as long as you put your trust in the Lord. The, implica the implication is, we can depend on God. We can trust in God because He knows our needs. When it says, I shall not want, it does not only refer to money. Okay? It's not only referring to money, it refers to life. If we have God in our heart, in our life, He is more than enough. He is more than enough. So to know God is to find contentment in life. If you know God, you will find contentment. If you have God in your life, everything becomes more clear to you. Your purpose will be clear. You will have a deep contentment of what is really important in life and what is not really needed in life. In verse 2, he says, He makes me 
lie down in green pastures. You see, we who grow up in the city, we don't understand sheep very much. A sheep, you cannot make it lie down unless it is contented. You know, yung sheep, you cannot let it just lie down. It has to be, uh, he has to feel safe and secure. That's the life of a sheep. So remember, a sheep, again, is not too smart. No, he's not too smart. Okay? So that is where the shepherd comes in. The role of a shepherd is to make the sheep feel safe and secure and lead it. He has to lead it to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures represent God's best for us. Green pastures represent God's best for us. God will not lead us astray. God has our best interests at heart. He will lead us to green pastures, but we have to follow and let God lead the way. Sometimes we think the grass is greener on the other side. But actually, sometimes actually it's better on God's side. It's actually better always on God's side. But sometimes we are rebellious and we want to do it our way. We want to live our life. We want to try to do it our way. But I tell you, at the end of the day, God's, um, God's way is always the best. You see, because God has our best interest at heart. God has our best interest at, at heart. It says in verse uh, 2 to 3, He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. You see, sheep, they're afraid of water. Okay? Um, they cannot drink water when they see the water is moving. So, they went to a river and the, river is, the water is flowing down. They cannot drink there. They can only drink water if it's still. If the water is still, that's when the sheep will drink the water. Do you know why? Because they are afraid of drowning. No? Nakatakot sila malunod. Takot sila. Have you ever um, felt what it feels like to drown? I felt that. And I was afraid, I tell you. When I was a young boy, I was seven years old. Uh, my auntie put a life vest on me. And my auntie said, Shoti, let's run. So I said, okay, auntie, I will run. And he said, run very fast. So I ran very fast. And then when I was near the swimming pool, she pushed me. And I went, ah! boom. Okay? And I had a life vest, but I didn't know how to swim. So I struggled in the water. And I was drowning. My head was going up and down. Okay? I thought I was going to die. Then my, I had a lot of aunties and uncles in the swimming pool. And I heard them saying, I think Shoti is drowning. Then I heard one of my uncles said, Ah, he's still all right. He's still coming up. You know? And then one of my aunties said, No, I think he's really drowning. You know? Then one of my uncles said, No, he's still all right. He can do it. Okay? Then after a while, I was not going up anymore. 
So my uncle said, oh, I think he's drowning. So he caught me up, put me on the side, and told me in Chinese, Di Jose, oh, Di Jose, oh. Okay, in English, oh, you're all right, you're all right, you're all right. And I was saying, oh, yeah, 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 I'm all right. But you know, after that, I said, oh, I can do this. You know, I can learn how to swim. So that's why um, in my family, I teach all my kids to swim. No, it's a survival skill, okay? But you know, if the fear is real for humans, that we have a fear of the water, of drowning, then I think it's true also for sheep, okay? Then all the more for the sheep. So you see, the role of a shepherd is to bring them to a place where the water is literally not moving. So you have to... So the shepherd has to find a river where the water is not flowing down and he has to kind of block the water so that it will be at a standstill. So what a tough job it is for the shepherd. But the shepherd does this because he cares for the sheep. He loves his sheep. He restores my soul. God is not only concerned about our physical need, but he is concerned about our emotional need. God loves you and he is concerned actually when we feel down, when we are discouraged in life. So remember, the Lord is my shepherd. Verse 3, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. The Lord leads us in the right path. That's what it means. The Lord leads us to the right path. The Lord guides us to the right way. We often hear this question, what is God's will? <clears throat> what is God's will? How do I know this is the right path? What is God's plan? for my life? And of course, the most important question for single men and women, how do I know if he or she is the one for me? Yan yung mga tinatanong ng mga single. How do I know if she is the one for me? Si Kuya Noel, gumaganyan-ganyan pa yan. How do you know if she is the one for me? The answer is to know God's will you must know God's Word. Okay? If you want to follow God's will, you have to know God's Word. So to know the shepherd, we must know Him. We must know our shepherd. And the only way is, we, is if we go back to the Bible, if we go back to reading His Word every day. So you know, when I was a young Christian, I was taught three basic things. Number one, I was taught you have to read your Bible every day to know God. So I did that faithfully. Second thing, I was taught you need to have fellowship with other believers. So I attended student fellowship, which is a gathering for high schoolers. So I also attended that faithfully. Third, I was taught if you eventually want to find your future partner, it has to be a girl that loves God wholeheartedly. 
It has to be a girl that loves God. So in short, I was taught a Christian, okay, has to find another Christian. No? Because if not, it's gonna get chaotic. Okay, so in the Bible, it teaches us we must find a fellow believer. So one day, as I was attending the fellowship faithfully, there she was. She passed me by. And I knew she was the one. And today, she is my wife. If you see the picture, huh? she is holding very tight to me. No? Nung nakita niya din ako, ayaw niya ako pakawalan. When she saw me, she would not let me go. The Lord okay, will lead you in the right path. You have to know God's Word. So do you want the Lord to lead you to the right path? Then we must let the Lord be in control of our life. To know God's will, you must know God's Word. Verse 4, it says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see, in verse 4, something changed. You know, the pronoun, you, okay, is used and it becomes very personal. It says, I will fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort us. It connotes that God is with us. God protects us. God is with you in the dark times and God is beside you in your lowest point. It's true. God is with us in the darkest times of our life and God is beside us in the lowest point of our life. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. In life, we all have our ups and our downs. We all go through valleys in order to reach the mountaintop. And for the sheep, it means going through the valleys in order to reach the mountaintop. You see, the shepherd is there with the sheep all throughout. You see, sheep, they have to go through the valleys because sometimes when it's winter, okay, and you want to go to the green pastures, it's in the mountain top. Eh? So you have to go through the valleys to reach the mountain top. And the shepherd is there to guide them to the mountain top. Now I had the privilege of going to Israel last year. And we walked where Jesus walked. We went to a very steep and dangerous mountain. Okay, like a valley. The tour guide was a Jew. Okay, he was a Jew. And he said, Nothing to fear. No one has died in this trek. No, no one has died. I said, oh, that's good. That's good. But he said, just don't slip or else you will bounce down the cliff and die. I felt that was very comforting. Okay? But you know, um, when we were in the middle of the trek through the, uh, through the, you know, the valley, the mountains, it was a very... Um, hard trek for me. 
I, I prayed, no? I really prayed. No? And I said, Lord, I want to get out of this alive. Okay? I said, please uh, don't let my life end this way. Okay? Don't let my life end this way. And I was not joking. I was not joking. So we were walking near cliffs. No? We were really walking near cliffs and we could see that if you really you know, slip, you will die. You will die. Okay, you will die. And after I survived that trek, no, um, I really said, Lord, thank you. Okay, thank you for making this possible. Okay, and my body was full of body aches for the next few days. You see, when we go through the valleys in life, we often think we're alone. We often think that God has left us. But actually, if you look back, you will see that God was with you every step of the way. So we all go through our own valleys in, in life. It can be um, a relationship problem with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It can be a marital problem with your wife, with your children. It can be a business problem. It can be a problem uh, in school. We all go through our own valleys. But we are taught that the Lord is my shepherd. He is with us and we are not alone. You see, the valleys in life, the ups and downs, the ups and downs, they make us depend on God more and help us grow in our faith. So, God is with us. He will not forsake us. God is with us every step of the way. Always remember that. Whatever valleys you are, facing in life. God is with us every step of the way. In this verse, it says, a shepherd has a rod and a staff. Now, he uses these two things to protect his sheep from the enemies and also to care for his sheep. You see, the rod, it's not too long. Okay? It's not too long. Uh, it's, it's, it looks like a club. Okay? A club. Um, it is used to fend off the wolves. It is used to fend off the other animals that want to hurt the sheep. Okay? And the shepherd spends a lot of time practicing with the club so that anytime he can defend and also discipline his sheep. The staff, okay, at the end, there's a hook. Okay? It's, um, it's used to hook the sheep when they're going astray, it's used to guide the sheep. Okay? And the, this staff, it shows that God cares for his sheep. And the staff is also used by the shepherd to lean on it when he is tired or climbing a steep hill. So it's a comfort to know that whatever trials we face in life, the Lord is my shepherd. God protects us from danger. God is with us every step of the way and we have nothing to fear. And even though the world is a dangerous place, we have a God who we can trust. In verse 5, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, 
you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. You see the pronoun again, you, okay, uh, is also used here to show the closeness of God to us in times of trouble. In life, we all face conflicts. Okay, we have people who don't like us. We meet people who irritate us. And sometimes we even have enemies. Okay, we have enemies. But God wants us to continue to trust in Him despite of the conflicts that we go through in life. God is in charge and our enemies cannot harm us. In the same way, you know, a sheep, a sheep will not eat if it does not feel safe. Okay? But the sheep will eat if the, if the sheep knows that the shepherd is there. Because the sheep knows that the shepherd will protect it from danger. The sheep knows the shepherd is there. That anytime the enemies come, the shepherd can kill the enemy or drive the enemy away. Then it says, You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. You see, during the summertime, okay, the sheep have a big problem and they are called flies. Flies. Okay? You see, these flies are so annoying that during the summertime, the flies would go up the nostril, you know, go up the nostrils of the sheep and lay eggs inside. And that, I think, would feel so irritating, so itchy, that it will drive the sheep crazy. So what does the shepherd do? The shepherd would put oil all over the face of the sheep, the head, so that the flies and the bugs will not drive the sheep crazy. Okay? So the shepherd would protect its sheep from the flies. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd too. The Lord provides for us. The Lord leads us. The Lord comforts us. And the Lord protects us. And in verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is God's promise to us, that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You see, God's goodness and mercy. Mercy can also mean grace, something that you don't deserve, but you know, God gives you. It can also mean love. Okay? So God's goodness and mercy or grace will be chasing us, following us, pursuing us. And that is the promise of God. That's how much God loves you. He's going to pursue you. He's going to run after you. So the verse actually is a promise that wherever we go, okay, wherever we go, God is with us forever. God is with us forever. In short, there is nowhere we can go 
where God is not with us. And this is the promise of God. There is nowhere we can go where God is not with us. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We see the second half of the verse says, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's a promise that no matter what trials and difficulties we face in our life here on earth, as long as we have Jesus in our life, our eternal destination is safe and secure. If you have Jesus, you have nothing to worry about because you will be sure of your future eternity. So in the midst of the COVID, the lockdown, the Zoom classes, the anxiety, God calls us today to trust in Him because He is the Good Shepherd. You see, in our life, it is uh, full of ups and downs. Sometimes the grass is green. Sometimes the grass is not so green. And sometimes the grass withers. But one thing that does not change is God. God does not change. God will still be good. God will still show us mercy and loving kindness because that is His character. And He never changes. God never changes. The Lord is my shepherd. What does it mean? It means He provides for all our needs. <clears throat> we have nothing to be worried about. We can find con contentment in God. Second, He leads us to the right path. And if you want to follow God's will, you have to know God's word. He comforts us. He is beside us when we are down. He protects us from harm. He protects us from our enemies. His love never changes. His promises are chasing us. His mercy, His grace, His goodness. No, those are God's promises to us. And if you have Jesus, you will be secured of your eternity in heaven. I'd like to end by reading Psalms uh, 23 to all of us um, again. And I hope that you will uh, listen to Psalm 23 or follow with your Bible. And always remember there is power in God's Word. There is power in God's Word to comfort us, to encourage us, and to help us to continue to trust God in the midst of uh, what we are going through in our own life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So when you are discouraged and when you feel down, remember, again, the five words, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. There was once a young pastor who was teaching a small group of children about Psalm 23. The young pastor was telling the children, Do you know that the sheep, they're not too smart. They need guidance. They need discipline. So you, you children, you are the sheep. Okay, you are the sheep. You're the sheep. And you need the guidance of a shepherd. Okay, you need the guidance of a shepherd. So the young pastor asked the children, So who do you think is the shepherd? So uh, the young, um, of course, the young pastor was referring that he is the shepherd. But the child said, Ah, um, the shepherd is Jesus Christ. So the young pastor was caught off guard. So the young pastor said, So if Jesus is the shepherd, who am I? Oh, you are the sheepdog. You are the assistant to the shepherd. Okay? And that's real, no? Uh, my friends, this is a great lesson that we can learn. There's only one shepherd. Okay? There's only one shepherd who is in charge of his flock. And that is not me. That is not the pastor. That's not your uh, small group leader. The shepherd is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. So I'd like to um, ask you to reflect on the message uh, this uh, morning or this afternoon. Depends on when you're watching with us. The first is, if you are the sheep, then who is the shepherd of your life? Who is the shepherd of your life? Who is Jesus to you? Is Jesus the shepherd of your life? Or you are the shepherd of your own life? Or your job is the shepherd of your life? Or your boss in your office is the shepherd of your life? And lastly, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? So my friends, if you still don't know who is the shepherd of your life, then I, I hope that you will um, open, okay? Open your heart and let Jesus come into your life and become the shepherd of your life. Receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Shall we pray? Lord, um, I just want to pray for those who are seeking you right now in their life. I pray, Lord, that this Psalm 23 would encourage uh, them 
to trust in you, to put their hope in you. Because you are a God that cares for us, that you uh, provide for us, that you will protect us, and that you uh, will comfort us. So I pray, Lord, that you will be the Savior of our life and help us, Lord, to give our lives to you. Help us to make disciples of other people, that they will also follow Jesus in their life. And Lord, lastly, I pray, Lord, that we would really understand what it means when we say, the Lord is my shepherd. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.